Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play using the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective copyrights, trademarks, and related material. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for their hard work creating such wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Question, is Jador following us when we go into these little tunnels? No, nope, he, he hasn't main left the main cavern. I really wonder if that one to the right reconnects. Well, we could explore. I whisper to Calic, you want to mess with these guys? Do you love the sound of bones breaking? Oh, then you'll love this. And I reach my hand in through past the doorway and snap my fingers. But the sound that comes out is much more impressive. And cowering in the back of that cave... You see a another human villager. Until Valen goes see to the woman. Valen takes this as an opportunity to ensure that she makes it all the way out of the cave. You also find a potion. Do you want to give it a little taste? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sample. Thank you immediately feel invigorated. Ooh. It's a potion of healing. All right, you follow this passage down, and it is the passage that you have been looking for. That reconnects? That reconnects with the one that you saw earlier. A barb will write the song, the tunnel that did connect. (laughs) (laughs) Rising up from the middle of the floor is a particularly large stalagmite riddled with holes. Lying near the base of the stalagmite are the badly corroded remains of two goblin scimitars. Something about this gives me the heebie-jeebies. It seems buggy. Before you can do that, you are hit. From behind? It's from yes. stalactite? Something from behind. Ah. I'm dead. I'm down. And you see this black gelatinous oh, no. thing so I'm going to throw <laughs> some more darts at it. I charge it and I stick both torches into it. Aspen. Oh. Nat 20. Nat 20. <laughs> you shake it off. You shake off death. <laughs> you come back around. And as soon as you start noticing that there's actually two moving mm-hmm. independently, Shevnik immediately put away his sword. Mm. And he pulls out his heavy crossbow. You see Aspen run away. And I'm like, yeah, I thought we bonded over cards. I got one hit point, Holmes. Drink up. You found your fancy potion. And it critically hits. Oh. Shevnik. I am down. Then I am out. Aspen, you're the only <clears throat> one alive. I'm anything? totally yelling. Help! <clears throat> Terrible evil sludge! <laughs> Heroes not included. Terrible evil sludge. All right. You hear. Call in the cavalry. And then you hear. As Jador begins to try and squeeze into the tunnel. The black pudding is going to do its full move to try and get close to you. That brings us around to Kallik for your first death saving throw. Oh, critical fail. Oh, two fails. Oh, buddy. I added those up quick. 
good way to start it off. <laughs> Remind me not to play craps with you, or to let you play, but I'm not betting on. It's because I rolled high in the beginning of the night. That's the problem. That's right. That's right. Uh, Alebard, I need a death saving throw from you. Nineteen. Hey. So close. So um, zero hit points. Uh, that's only your second success. No, that's just third. Third. third? Yeah. All right. Cool. But is it, am I, do you need a 20 to wake up, or is it, am I just at zero and unconscious right now? Well, now you've stabilized. Mm-hmm. Oh. No more throws, you're still so, knocked out. So a stable creature doesn't make death saving throws, even though it has zero hit points. But it does remain unconscious. So if you take any more damage, you will stop being stable, and we start the whole process mm-hmm. over again. <clears throat> but you won't get a hit point back for one to four hours. Mm-hmm. But you are no longer in danger of dying. Yeah, well. <laughs> Unless it decides that... Unless it comes back to finish the show. It comes back. <laughs> Jador is going to try and get in to you. Aspen, what are you going to do? I'm going to... How far away from me is it? Because I've, like, moved a bunch now. You did. Well, you did a, a dash, and you did your move. So I would say it's still probably about 30 feet away from you. Okay, well, I'm going to take my regular move. And I'm gonna shoot it with my short bow some more because now Jador's coming, so. The Goliath oh, will make all that's things a crit better. Fail. Oh, a crit fail. Give me a percentage roll, please. 77. Wow. Something about this scene is so horrific that you just find yourself, you've seen all of your friends are now dead. All of you you've just gotten to know are now dead. Jador is wedged in the tunnel, trying to get free, trying to get into you. The, the horror of all of it has sunk in, and you are going to spend the next four rounds frightened. Four rounds? Yes. I can still move while frightened, though, right? Just away, which isn't necessarily a problem. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. You can't willingly move closer to it. The why you would willingly move closer towards this black pudding that is literally eating your entire party is beyond me. <laughs> Accurate. So my guess is that on your next turn, you will probably try and climb through the legs of Jador and out the other side. Accurate. Okay, that was Aspen. The black pudding moves closer. Do, 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 do. And that brings us up to Jador. He's finally squeezed into a spot where he can move a little bit. He takes something out of his backpack and he throws it at the black pudding. And you see a small flame come spread over the surface of it. On the spot, it's kind of a bluish purple flame. You see it kind of shrink a little bit and kind of react to it in a way that tells you that that probably did not feel very good. <laughs> Okay, moment of truth, Calic. Here it is. 17! That's the one. Yes! Way to go, man. (laughs) Way to roll when the pressure is on. (laughs) All right, Aelbard, you are still unconscious, but stable. Aspen. Can I fire a parting shot and then dash away? Yeah, just keep in mind that you have a disadvantage on your attack rolls. Okay. I rolled the same both times. Um, so that's a 14. Screw you, fate. Okay, right. <laughs> I'll show you in a disadvantage. Uh, that's eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell me, Aspen, what happens when you kill this black pudding? 
What does it do? What? How does it react to this arrow? What's so special about this shot? So, I imagine this black pudding has, like, a whole bunch of stuff in it. Not just the stuff that we've thrown in, but stuff that it's been kind of working on for a while. Okay. Chewing. Chewing is cut. <laughs> so, I shoot it, and you don't hear it. In the movie, you hear it. In the movie, you zoom in on the jelly, you hear it. and you hear this tink, and then the jelly just starts to, like, shudder, and then it just kind of, like, disintegrates. Oh, wow. Okay, so maybe there's some kind of potion in there. Or, like, a resonance. Like, I hit a certain resonance, and it just destabilized the entire jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Tuned it. You, a, you hit a certain <clears throat> note there, and you destabilized its atomic bond. <laughs> wow. And it just fell apart. It just crumbled. All right, yeah. Uh, congratulations, you have killed the second black pudding. Kalik. Yes. You awake. You see trees above you. You see Jador standing above you. And uh, you now have six hit points. Cool. Elbard, you awake, laying next to Kalik. Trees above you. Valum hovering over your face. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you too have six hit points. Valum says, My lord, my lord, uh, I helped the young woman out of the cave. <laughs> and Shevnik kind of looks at the both of you. Mm. <laughs> From heaven? <laughs> I mean, it's... You said Shevnik. <laughs> oh, Shevnik, I'm sorry. Yeah. Shevnik looks at both of you from heaven and he goes, waves. Not my problem anymore. <laughs> it did my duty. Um, yeah, you you look to uh, your right, Eobard, and you see Shevnik's body. The armor is corroded. I say, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Jador is standing over all of you, and he gives you all kind of a measured look, and he says... Camp. Yes. Yes. And as you kind of sit up and look around, you notice that you are just a little ways from the cave entrance. And uh, you notice that uh, Jador already has a fire going. (laughs) He looks at you, Eobard, and he points at Shevnik and he says, Custom? (laughs) He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. He's good. Well. (laughs) I reach over and I do a... I do a minor illusion. No, I do um, the other illusion I can do. Can you do prestidigitation? No, no, it's the silent silent image. Silent image? Okay. And I go, look, and then you see Shemnix stand up as his ghostly apparition Uh flies off to the heavens. It's like, all good. (laughs) But John Doerr is immensely impressed. Mm. Uh, He has actually never seen a humanoid spirit corporally (laughs) form and rise up to the plains. So he picks up the body and he throws it on top of the fire. I go, ooh, okay, good. (laughs) He didn't have any of your stuff, did he? He had all the stuff. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing you needed? Well, the pack's not on the fire. Yeah. Just the body and the plate mail. And I've still got an old mule, I mean, uh, (laughs) round... Who's now upgraded the bodyguard. It's like, Val, you've been promoted. (laughs) uh, If you do your job right, just like him. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to to, uh, knight field promote? I say, yes, I tap him on both shoulders and I say, you've got this. (laughs) Is he now Sir Valum? Sir Valum. 
Uh, well, as soon as you are done with that, Jador kind of looks at all of it. He picks up the great sword that Shednik was using, and he hands it to Valum. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you see Valum do this with the great sword. He, he, he takes it from Jador, and as soon as it lands in his hands, he literally falls over trying to <laughs> hold up the great sword. Yeah. Puts it in the ground. I say, just like that. The monster's on the ground, dude, just like that. <laughs> The ant shall quiver in your wake. <laughs> Seeing that you all look to be alive and fairly well intact, you notice that Jador marches off into the woods, leaving you near the fire that also happens to be a funeral pyre for <laughs> Shevnik. This is common. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a little awkward because that fire is putting off quite a bit of heat, so that feels good, but it's starting to put off quite a smell. Jador returns about an hour later with a deer. The rest of the night is spent eating the deer. And I'm not eating the deer that was cooked on the funeral pyre. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. Okay. So uh, those of you who would like deer, uh, Jador offers it to you. It's official. You guys wake up the next day. We did it. That's a long rest. Aspen, that brings you back to your total of 18 hit points, right? Yep. And Kallak, that brings you back all the way up to um, 31? Correct. Okay. And Eobard. 26. As soon as you awake, Jador kind of looks around at you and says, We go. And begins making his way back up the trail. I crack my back. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you know, in terms of of sleep, it's... Mm -hmm. Valum tries as best he can to make you comfortable, but it doesn't compare. And I say, Shevnik? All right. Valum? (laughs) Sir Valum? You see that he has combined the packs. Mm -hmm. And so he is wearing a very large backpack now, and he's kind of dragging the greatsword along next to him. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a sight to behold. It's very, very intimidating. (laughs) Anyone want to do anything before you leave camp, or you want to just fall in line behind Jaw Door? Uh, I got nothing. Uh, I guess fall in line. Okay. You begin making your way up the trail, and Aelbard, as you're walking, all of a sudden you notice that the shadows start growing deeper and deeper, until you notice that you are you lose sight of everybody else, and you feel a chill move through the air. Ooh, do I recognize that chill? You do recognize the chill. At first you thought it was a panic attack, but it wasn't. It's much worse. And you hear from over your shoulder, <laughs> and then from over your other shoulder, you hear the laugh again. <laughs> you hear a scrambling across a surface that you can't see in the blackness. <laughs> and then, almost like it's peeking from out of the shadows. Mm-hmm you see this little head. It's devilish head. And I say... And it looks at you. Oh, hello, little devil. <laughs> Malthus. Malthus. Malthus? You are just a little guy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been sent to help you. To help me? Yeah, I'm going to help you do what the master bids. And then I look at him intently and I say... You serve me. I help. Ah. I help you mm-hmm. do what the master bids. Mm. There is much to do together. 
together. We will make the master happy. Oh, yeah. And he will reward us. Oh. With power. I like power. Mm-hmm. And it scampers forward. Yep. And you notice that it is tiny. Mm-hmm. It's considerably smaller than Aspen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just a cute little devil. And it climbs up on top of your shoulder, so it's kind of hanging over your whole shoulder like this. Mm-hmm. And you notice that its claws are, are very sharp. Ooh. And it kind of pets your hair a little bit. I say, if I had a peanut, I'd give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes, what's a peanut? <laughs> what, what, what is a peanut? I, I don't have one. What, what, what is it? It's, it's delicious. Assuming you don't have an allergy. <laughs> he says, I want delicious. Mm. Let us get delicious. Let's go. Let us go get mm. delicious. I reach up and I stroke his little tiny head. Uh, it's not slimy. Mm-hmm. More scaly. Mm-hmm. Like a snake. A little bit um, cold. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he says, Master has sent me to help you. Mm-hmm. I want delicious. Let's mm. go get delicious. Let's go get delicious. He says, well... I look around at the encroaching shadows, and I uh, say, I I can't quite see the road. (laughs) And you see the shadows begin to kind of pull back. Oh, there we go, and I take a step. And uh, you see that you're still walking with the group. Mm Mm-hmm. I look up over my shoulder. You look up over your shoulder, and you don't uh, see him, but you can hear him breathing. (sighs) And I say, um, Valum, give me a peanut. Valen <laughs> stops and he says, My lord? I said, you heard me. <laughs> says, I'm sorry, my lord, I don't have any peanuts. Oh. And you hear in your ear, we should eat it. Yes. It's just, <laughs> is it delicious? Not now. <laughs> not now. Shit, not now. I would have had a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> you missed a chance. Your chance. <laughs> is it delicious? We'll find out. Mm. We will eat Valum. Valum is delicious. When his value as delicious is higher than his value <laughs> as carrying stuff. <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> they see me going like this. <laughs> as Hailbard's walking, it looks like he is doing some sort of parade wave to the trees. You follow this trail further and further up into the mountainside until finally uh, the foothills give way to a mountain trail. And soon, you are above the tree line. The snow continues to build until finally you are tromping through snow that each step is becoming laborious. From here on out, uh, the terrain is difficult. Am I riding shoulder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Jador likes having his squirrel up on top of his shoulder. (laughs) But the terrain is now difficult, and it is quite the climb. It's proving to be an arduous, arduous task. As you continue to go further and further and further north, you feel as though you're kind of running out of air a little bit. It's starting to get a little thin. Finally, Jador stops and he turns and he says, Eat. And you know that having now traveled with him for several days, that usually around midday, it's customary for him to stop and have lunch. And you notice that Malthus is sitting right next to Balam while Balam's mm-hmm. making your lunch. I wag my finger. <laughs> he, he looks at you and he goes, <laughs> and you see he does this. He leans right up near Valum's head. Valum's kind of bent mm-hmm. over. He leans right up near his head and he goes, 
Delicious. Delicious. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say. No. I see Valen, he's, he's doing this. If he makes eye contact with me, I say, you better find a peanut. <laughs> I, 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 uh, yes, my lord. Uh, you guys eat a little bit. It's cold. The wind is blowing hard. You, Aspen, feel more than notice that Jador seems to have developed a bit of a spring in his step. Hmm. Almost like the higher you go, the colder it gets, the harder the wind blows, he seems to be feeling better and better about things. So from here on out, I'm going to be asking you guys to make a constitution saving throw pretty regularly. To avoid becoming exhausted? Right. Uh, Every time you uh, fail the saving throw, you will gain a level of exhaustion. Do I have to make them? Do you have to make them? Because you're walking and you're getting carried. Yeah, uh, and shoulder. You will have to make them because it's not just the difficult terrain, it's also the thin atmosphere. sickness. And not only the thin atmosphere, but the cold. I'm screwed. (laughs) So let me walk you through. He might hold you like a little papoose. (laughs) Squirrel. (laughs) Comfy. (laughs) Make squirrel comfy. So let me walk you through what each of the levels are so you guys have a sense, all right, before we get into this. The first level of exhaustion gives you disadvantage on ability checks, okay? The second level of exhaustion is going to have your speed. These compound, by the way. They don't replace. Mm -hmm. The third level of exhaustion adds a disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. So once you hit uh, a third level of exhaustion, when you're making your constitution saving throw, you're going to have disadvantage on that. Fourth level of exhaustion, your hit point maximum is cut in half. Your fifth level of of exhaustion, your speed is reduced to zero. And if you make it to the sixth level of exhaustion, it is death. You begin death saving throws. So that is how that works. All right? Mm -hmm. So first things first, all of you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. That's a two. Okay. Mm, 12. Okay. 14. 14. All right. Well, two, obviously, is not going to net you a very good result there. You take one level of exhaustion, Aspen. Yes. The trail has become more of a climb and less of a hike. You're having to do more bouldering than trail following at this Mm. point. There's still a trail, but the trail is so steep... And it is uh, rocky and icy. It makes very difficult going. So we're going to also, every so often, be making um, a strength athletics check to see whether or not you fall. Can Aspen just be riding? Aspen, yeah, is just hanging on to... I mean, he's just sitting on top of Mm Jodor, so it's really going to be Valum and (laughs) the two of you. (laughs) Lovely. Uh, Jaw door does not seem bothered in the least by the cold, nor does he seem to be uh, slowing down. So let us start with your first strength athletics check. Mm, Ten. Ten. Twelve. Twelve, okay. All right, you both each have fallen ten feet and you take seven points of damage from falling onto the ice and hard rock. Ooh, Val. Delicious Val. Can't we be using my climbing kit that I bought? 
Yeah, you can use your climbing kit. You can use an action to anchor yourself, and when you do, you can't fall more than 25 feet from the point from which you have anchored yourself, but you can't climb more than 25 feet away from the point at which you anchored yourself. So You can certainly start using the climbing kit to anchor and climb, anchor and climb, mm-hmm. anchor and climb. Who is the other person attached? Valum or... <laughs> Jador? <laughs> <laughs> Pull him off a wall. <laughs> Thoughts? Um, probably uh, Valum. Calic, I think, uh, athletics is pretty good. Well, in that case, Valum fell 25 feet. Valum, climbing along behind you, and you hear a, <gasps> and all of a sudden the rope goes tight and uh-huh. almost pulls you off the rock. Maybe that's, in fact, what caused you to fall the 10 feet that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, pulls you off the rock for a moment, and you're able to catch yourself. And you see... Uh, Valum fall until the rope reaches its full length and it pulls tight and slams Valum into the side of the cliff and you see blood. Did you just kill Valum with your climbing kid? His body is hanging there limply. <laughs> Sword and pack in hand. And you hear Malthus. <laughs> well, cut that. Cut the rope? Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. I mean, he was destined to die, obviously, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, you cut the rope, and you see the body tumble. So we're doing hell of a bouldering right now. It's uh, <laughs> like 40-foot boulders. Well, bouldering is a term mm-hmm. uh, that sometimes refers to climbing boulders, but also is a, is a way of approaching mm-hmm. a, a certain approach or a certain route, usually one in which you are doing without a lot of pro or a lot of protection. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you, you guys are, are almost mountaineering at mm-hmm. this point. Valum's body rolls out of sight, mm-hmm. and uh, you hear Malthus go, I don't know if he was delicious. We have bigger things to worry about. <laughs> You're like, Apparently. really, dude? I'm trying to live here, okay? <laughs> You're worried about your stomach. All right, you continue on the hike. The hike, the climb. Mm-hmm. And again, Jador just continues to just keep on moving. And every once in a while, the path levels out for a while. And by leveling out, I mean that it's still a pretty steep hike, but you're not climbing Mm -hmm. a a face. And the climbing of the face, thankfully, is slightly eased by what looks to be almost steps cut into the ice and to the rock that you notice every once in a while along the trail. Um, but they're not steps that seem to have been cut by someone your size. Each step seems to be more like 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And the climbing goes on for the rest of the day until finally Jador stops everyone. He clears away some snow, and he's able to get a small fire going, and he passes around some of the deer meat from your previous camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aspen, no, still no. Don't care. No. Nope. Uh, Jodor looks at you and he says, Eat squirrel. I eat. eat. I eat rations. I got rations. I've been nibbling all day, probably. Mm. He's probably been brushing crumbs off his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, a very difficult night. You don't have any tents. Mm-hmm. You don't have a bedroll. Jodor hands you a skin mm. that is pretty recent, but... Oh, Bakers, yeah, you lost all of your stuff. Beggars can't be choosers, mm-hmm. uh, and it does help to keep you somewhat warm. He, in the snow, has 
dug little holes for each of you to kind of mm-hmm. burrow down into. And you find that despite being surrounded by snow, that you're actually it actually uh, turned out to be quite toasty. But it's still a rough night. And you wake up cold, tired from the day before. Of course, that was a long rest, so you can uh, rejuvenate your hit points as necessary. And you see that Jador is already motioning for you to continue the climb. And so, on you go. All right, I need another constitution check. Oh, look at you. 22. Five. 20. Five. All right, you are back to exhaustion level one there, Aspen. Oh, cool. I thought I wouldn't have recovered my exhaustion from the day before. And again, more climbing, uh, the trail varying. Sometimes it's a trail, sometimes it's a route up a face of ice or rock. You're beginning to get a sense as to why they refer to this as the spine of the world. Because every once in a while, the clouds blow by and Mm -hmm. the sky clears up a little bit. At this point, I have convinced Jador that it would be a good idea for letting me tie this end of this rope around his waist. (laughs) This other end of the rope around my waist. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, Yeah, you know, he's totally compliant. Are you going to daisy chain with him? Hmm. I don't think I can, right? Well, you don't have any rope. rope. I have rope, but... You can tie the rope off, you just don't get the the benefit of the anchor from the climber's kit. Which you aren't using anyway, you're just using rope. I'm using Jador. Um, but yeah, every once in a while the clouds kind of dissipate, and before they're replaced by more clouds, you're able to look back over the way you came, and just barely in view, you see a thin blue ribbon far, far, far beneath you, and you suspect that that is likely the river that you followed to Mirabar. All right, you continue to climb. This, is, this was the best path, huh? And I need everyone to make uh, strength athletics checks, please, as well as constitution saves. So start with strength athletics checks. Let's see how everyone does. Um, Eight. Eight? Sixteen. Sixteen? I'm making them. No, you're good. Fifteen? Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen and eight? Mm Mm-hmm. But you both are tied off. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can't fall very far, so that's nice. You Richie got, got a 15. Richie got a 15. You're okay. It was you that took the four points of damage. Uh, now if everyone can make a constitution save, because it is colder and the air is thinner. 11. 20. 20. Constructed. <laughs> Constructed. 20. I hate that. One of the podcasts I listened to actually says, Basically. like, a modified. Yeah. They actually differentiate. So it wasn't just me, okay? 21. Constructed. <laughs> All right, we gotta do it every once in a while. The, the next time, the next time you guys do that, <laughs> I'm taking away a level. <laughs> <laughs> it's that offensive. It offends mm. me. It's still <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> Let's 20, see. Twenty-four. Right, right Constructed. now. <laughs> three, two. Nah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> totally, well, maybe I'll totally wait. Worth it. Yeah, maybe I'll wait till four. <laughs> maybe I'll three wait. was an important one. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, none of you gain uh, any further levels of exhaustion, so that's a good thing. <laughs> huzzah. Yeah, huzzah. Uh, it is a long and another long and grueling day and another horrible night of camping. The following day is much the same. 
and you're beginning to wonder, you know, where where are we going? I mean, I feel like we've been kidnapped by Jador. Yes. So <laughs> you, you tie yourselves off to him, and he just starts going. This is not what I signed up for. At lunch, he can tell that none of you are enjoying the climate as much as he is. And Especially since he's probably been hearing, this really sucks. Plus. We're really high up. And he says, not far now. Oh, great. How many days? Mm. For Jador? For all of us. <laughs> mm. Don't know. Okay, how many for Jador? Mmm. Dinner time. Oh, well, I guess that isn't very far then. <laughs> for Jador. Well, for yeah, Jador. but I mean, if you extrapolate that, it takes yeah. him. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he points. And what you see is a wall of ice no. that stretches what looks to be about uh, 100 feet or more no. to the air. I would like it to be known that Aspen has now tied a rope. <laughs> Just in case? From Aspen. Let's put it around to his back. To what? Around his bicep? No, no, no. <laughs> around, his, around his chest. Because I figure the guys are anchored at So the most of your rope went around his chest. <laughs> My rope is 60 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, all right. I'm so, not carrying, like, baby rope. Judge Edward's become this moving anchor. <laughs> and off you guys set again. And he marches straight towards that wall of ice and begins to climb up it. All right, I need another strength athletics check. And as you figured out last time, the DC is 15. Made it. Fail it. Oh. 12. 12. Okay, that's not bad. All right. So you're going to take three points of damage. And I need to like rattle along the ice wall. Yeah, you can <laughs> slip a little bit there. I yell, I preferred the goblin cave. <laughs> Constitution saves, please. Nat 20. <laughs> nice. Five. I'm well constituted. You are well constituted. <laughs> You're well constituted. No bard? 13. 13. 13. Okay. Aspen, you have reached exhaustion level two. Okay. Your speed is now halved along with your disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. This is cold for a little guy. Is it, uh, yeah. But, I mean, there's not a lot to you to begin with, you know. The joints are seizing, no. You're so... You're sitting on his shoulder doing this, you're probably. You're so thin, Shivering. Honey. Yeah, you're not even moving, so you're probably even colder than You us. need to eat. Yeah, these guys, are, these guys are sweating <laughs> and, you know, grunting and, you know, I mean, they're exercising. You're just kind of sitting up there in the wind. <laughs> and unfortunately, Jador is bald, so okay. there's not even hair that you can kind of like sneak your way into or wrap your way around. Well, no, I'm wrapped up in my, in my furs. Fur. You could be in his hoodie. <laughs> he doesn't wear. He doesn't wear a shirt. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah. No, he's he's far too manly for a shirt. Another hour goes by of you trying to climb this ice thing, and we'll make another strength check. Eleven. So that's a fail. Mm. Elbar. Good. Athletics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Five. Ouch. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's gonna hurt. So you had five, so you missed it by ten. Mm-hmm. So this time you take ten points Ooh. of damage. 
you slipped and fell pretty badly, and then you got uh, eleven. So I missed eleven. So you missed it by four. Okay, so you slipped, but you caught yourself better, so you only take uh, three points of damage. Okay. And uh, another Constitution saving throw. Uh, okay, that's a seven. Okay. Uh, eight. Eight, seven, and... Seventeen. Wow. Hell, Bard Man. You really are a northerner. Northerner. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. Kalik, you have uh, one level of exhaustion, and Aspen, you have now reached exhaustion level three. This is the disadvantage on... on attack rolls and saving throws. I'm basically... Yours is just disadvantage on ability checks. Oh. So your climb's gonna get harder. You guys are... Climbing and climbing and climbing. You hear Jaw Door yell back down at you. Not far. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> I'm cranky. Yeah, I would think. You've had two nights of horrible sleep. All you've been doing is climbing in the cold. You're exhausted. My whole is dead. <laughs> in the last two, in the last three days, you've lost everybody that you started off with. And everything, which I think he's probably more upset about. Eh. Meh. <laughs> you can buy more. You can get more things. Oh, have you not realized that we're going to a place where they probably don't have many things? We'll find out. Like all rich, privileged people, he assumes that there is... There's going to be a Starbucks. There's going to be a chalet. Yeah, there'll be a chalet and a Starbucks, and, you know, why would he assume anything less? More mad that Valum didn't find me a peanut. (laughs) (laughs) So I might have worked a little harder if he would have worked a little harder. (laughs) (laughs) If only he had applied himself. I mean, that's just not a go-getter attitude. That's settling. Yep. He needs to raise the bar. Raise the bar. (laughs) Okay. The climb continues, but thankfully, you think you can see the end of the ice wall approaching. It's not going to be far now, you figure. You hope. Exhausted, tired, your muscles screaming for you to quit. You have one final stretch of wall to make. So let's take some strength rolls first, strength and athletic rolls. Ooh. You're at disadvantage. Eleven. Ooh, okay. Five. (laughs) (laughs) Carrying bodies. (laughs) He's just carrying bodies by the time he gets to the top. (laughs) Alright, so you had eleven? Yeah. Okay, so you take two points of damage. And you had five? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, how many hit points do you got left anyway? Thirteen. Thirteen? Well, you take seven. Mm. So you got lucky. Got six hit points left. <laughs> I've been beaten by a mountain. Uh, yeah, literally. He's hitting me with a planet. Uh, <laughs> constitution <laughs> saves, please. Your last constitution saves, hopefully. See how you do. Fourteen, final. Ooh, nat hey, 20. Natural 20. Uh, seven. You actually seven. feel a little invigorated right. by yeah. the damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You took a hit to the head and it kind of woke you up a little yep. bit. And you're like, that's it. It's pumped up to the. It's brisk. Pain helps you know you're alive. Yeah. Or I think maybe the fall spiked your adrenaline uh, and you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to let this wall kill me. I'm not going to let it beat me. Uh, Kalik, you moved to exhaustion level two. Your speed is now halved. Cool. I control my bowels. <laughs> that's how good. <laughs> it's nice. a good day. Nice. <laughs> Finally, tired and exhausted, you climb. Slash be pulled over the ledge. 
and you see now that you stand at the edge of a large glacier. Oh. Or as my grandma ah, would have ice. A glacier. And Jador points way up the glacier and says, Not far. Oh. <laughs> Um, you can tell that uh, he doesn't even look sweaty. I kind of whisper over my shoulder. You can definitely eat that one. <laughs> Do we need like a like a like a short hour rest from that? It's like it's at lunchtime. <laughs> mm. Oh, he says no, not far. Okay. And he mm. presses on across the glacier. How you doing back there, Abard? Plenty. Basically, first level. Okie dokie. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Sheer determination is pressing him on. Several hours of trudging across the top of this glacier go by, and you're starting to see in the distance this large rock overhang Mm. that kind of stretches out over part of the glacier. It seems that you are coming to the end of this sort of glacial valley, if you will. And I need constitution checks, please. Nope. Uh, 18. Okay. 11. Okay. What'd you get, Aspen? I got a 6. You got a 6. Aspen, you've reached exhaustion level 4. Your hit points maximum has been halved. You are not doing well. I'm really cold, y'all. Jador, kind of for the first time in a long time, (laughs) kind of looks over and sees that you're sitting there just shivering away, Uh, your lips starting to blue, you know, your eyes being droopy. And he picks you up off his shoulder and he puts you uh, in the cradle of his arm. Are you like, cool, I feel feel warm all of a sudden. Sticking most of your body in his armpit. And continues on. Warm up, warm up, squirrel, warm up. Uh, that's a good place to be. That's where you have a lot of heat. If your hands are ever cold and yeah, you find yourself, you know, know, that's a good spot for it because it's right Doesn't near your Doesn't necessarily mean I want my entire body shoved in the armpit of a giant. Well, he's not a giant. I momentarily feel jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. I cannot be- believe what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> if Valum was here, I would I would have him stick would, me in his armpit. I know. I'd have him headlock me with his legs. <laughs> It takes another several hours until finally, after this grueling, grueling hike across this glacier, you make your way towards this overhang, and this is what you see. A village filled with yurts and several large framed buildings. And it sits sheltered in the rock overhang, where the glacier meets the rocky side of the mountain. When the wind blows, which is most of the time, snow whips off the surrounding drifts, and surrounds the settlement in a swirling shroud of white. You count about 20 year light structures and can make out the light of a large fire. And you hear Jador go, Oh, oh. Hell of a front step. I'd like to share with you guys our first two reviews that we've gotten via iTunes. Okay. Um, these were paid for? Yeah, we paid for these. <laughs> um, I hope they speak highly of me. I, I think so. I think so. I think it was money well spent. First review, five stars. The title is Must Listen. <laughs> and it's from a Sean PM19. Quote, 
been listening to podcasts for years now, and lately I've been getting more into gaming in general, thanks to The Boyfriend. And this is a really fantastic new podcast. The story is engaging and fun, and you can tell everyone involved is passionate about what they're doing. Such a great find. I'll be listening weekly. Ooh. Sean PM19, man. Thanks. I'm getting a little teary-eyed already. This is nobody's cousin that, that wrote this? No. no. Nobody's cousin. I don't tell anyone about this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sean PM19. Look at this. Our second listener. It's titled Awesome Show. And another five stars. And this is from Speely Cap. Speely Cap. Speely Cap, yes. Solid name. The Aspen most, likes it. The most epic Speely Cap. Quote, Nice. Everyone has great chemistry, and there's lots of humor here in addition to a fun D&D romp. Really well edited, too. Really looking forward to more episodes. Mm. So there you go. Uh, lots of humor here. I don't know at all what, what they could be referring to. We are a serious podcast. But glad to hear that you're, you think it's a fun romp. That's a good thing. Romp. Who uses romp? I don't know who uses romp. Well, Sealy, Speely Cap uses romp. All right. Well, thank you, uh, listeners, for your reviews. Please, if you are listening via iTunes, leave a review, leave a rating. Uh, as you can see, we uh, will read them. We will hear you. We will interact with them. And if you're listening via uh, Podbean, of course, leave a comment, share, like. If you're on uh, Stitcher, because we're new to Stitcher, uh, leave something uh, there. Leave a comment, leave a like, leave a rating. Uh, let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, it's actually super duper helpful in getting other people to see the podcast. The more people interact with the content on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean, the more other people will be able to see it. So it's actually super duper helpful if you leave a review. No, oh, there you go. All right, so leave a review. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you would like to learn more about us, you can visit our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Heroes Not Included is available on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Podbean. Please rate, review, like, and share us. We'd love to hear from you. Your continued support is critical to our success. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider becoming a patron. As a patron, not only will you be helping keep the lights on, you will gain access to patron-only content, including a special patron-only Star Wars podcast. Visit the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero. Be the hero.